Hey guys, welcome to the Sour Mash Podcast. Uh, this is our inaugural show. This is a podcast all about bourbon. Uh, I'm Dylan Miles. I'm Danielle Hunefeld. And I'm Andy Hunefeld. We're uh, really excited to talk with you guys today. And uh, first off, you're probably wondering what is Sour Mash and what's Sour Mash Tours? Oh, good question, Dylan. What is Sour Mash Tours? Uh, we started Sour Mash Tours about a year ago here in Louisville, Kentucky, and we call ourselves Louisville's only walk guided walking bourbon tasting tour. And that rolls off the tongue. Um, what that is actually is we do tours every Saturday, uh, walking tours. So you guys might know there are some other tours around here that are great that will take you to distilleries. When you come to Kentucky, you want to kind of, you know, go to the bourbon trail. You want to see all the distilleries. Well, what we like to say is we give you maybe the best part of that distillery tour, which is the tastings. We take groups of up to 16 on Saturdays around to uh, different bars and restaurants in the Nulu, Butchertown, and soon to be Whiskey Row neighborhoods. Um, we do bourbon flights at each stop. Um, we do bourbon education, bourbon tastings. We talk about the neighborhood. We talk about the bars. We talk about the city of Louisville. Um, and we have a really good time while we're doing it. Uh, we also do happy hours, we do private events, yada, yada, yada. But that's us in a nutshell. We love bourbon, we love Louisville, and uh, we love meeting new people. So um, It's pretty much like the coolest way to experience Louisville. I'm, I'm pretty sure we could say that pretty confidently. Um, with some of the coolest people. If I mean, that. Maybe at some point soon we're going to love podcasting. So we decided that um, you know there aren't enough podcasts out there, and definitely not enough bourbon podcasts out there. So this we decided is the first to, one I've, I've we decided to start a podcast dedicated to uh, bourbon through Sour Mash Tours. And today, to kind of kick things off, considering it is March and everybody's got March Madness, we're introducing the Sour Mash 16. And what this is is a bracket. We have 16 bourbons, and we are going to go through and determine which is the best one. Dylan, Danielle, and I went and we picked out basically the 16 bourbons that we've liked the most over the past year. All of these didn't necessarily come out over the past year, but it's just what, what we like right now. Um, we only chose bourbon whiskeys, so we've got no rise. We have no finished products in the lineup, but we do have a, a great list that ranges from um, you know $85 bourbon all the way down to a $12 bottle of bourbon. So we're excited to kind of taste all of these blind and really see which one's the best. Um, so we seeded this thing out in the spirit of March Madness. Uh, we decided to make the most expensive product, the, the top seed, all the way down to the 16. Um, as we kind of start to work through this bracket, we're going to do blind tastings. So Dylan, Danielle, and I will sit here and, and taste. We don't know what we're tasting. We don't even know what matchup it is. This is a really tough job. We're doing this for you. And you get to listen to us taste bourbon. Yes. So get excited. That's going to be good radio, I think. I'm thinking so. Absolutely. Um, so we'll vote. We'll decide which one's the best, and we'll work through the bracket until out of the 16, one winner will emerge. So what we're listening to right now is kind of akin to the selection show that I'm sure everybody tuned into last Sunday. It got rave reviews. Um, TBS decided to mix up the format a little bit. We're going to maybe not take a, anything out of, of, of that book, but uh, we'll run through the brackets. Yeah, we're, we're bringing back the old school. We're going to do this by, uh, by region, the way it should be. Yeah, we're not going alphabetical, <laughs> which I don't know who told them to do that, but there's no way they're going to do it again. Um, so without further ado, I hope everybody has their brackets, the blank brackets printed out, uh, a pen in hand. 
getting ready to fill this in. This is the moment that everybody has been waiting for. We have four regions in the Sour Mash, suite, or Sour Mash 16. Um, we have the Bardstown region, the Loretto region, the Lawrenceburg region, and the Frankfurt region. Like the real NCAA tournament, these regions don't have anything to do with the bourbons that are actually <laughs> placed in them. They're just names. Um, so without further ado, let's start by announcing the Bardstown region. In the first matchup of the Sour Mash 16, we have the number one overall seed, Blanton's Gold. Blanton's Gold is not something you're going to see on the shelves in the United States. This is an export that I had a friend kindly bring me back, and it's delicious stuff. Again, the reason this is the number one seed is not because we think it's the best, it's because it's probably the most expensive. It's got an MSRP of around $85, and of course Blanton's Gold comes from the Buffalo Trace Distillery in Frankfort, Kentucky. Matched up with the Blanton's Gold, we have our 16th seed. Big, big matchup here for this uh, upstart. Old Fitzgerald Bottled and Bond. And this is one that uh, we sort of rediscovered this year. It's a, a weeded bourbon. We've tasted it a lot on our tours. And it's a, a really good product, especially for the money. And the reason that it's the 16 seed is because this is a uh, about a $12 product. So it has its work cut out for it in the first round, but we saw with uh, Virginia last week that anything can happen. So we'll see how this matchup goes. And not going to lie, Andy, um, the old Fitz bottled and bond is definitely nothing uh, to gawk at. It is not the most attractive bottle you've ever seen, which of course you guys uh, that are listening can obviously see what I'm talking about. Uh, but uh, Heaven Hill Distilleries does not spend a lot of money on their marketing, so it has its work cut out for it uh, because it's starting from a, uh, a backwards place because everybody knows that that Blanton's uh, comes in probably the most attractive bottle you've ever seen, like that nice globe that has the, uh, the horse and jockey on the top of it. So, it's not a beauty competition, though, Dylan. You know that this is a, a blind tasting we're doing. They both well, look you know, the same in a glass. This horse is gold. I mean, <laughs> let's, let's, let's just put it that It literally is it's, it's amazing. So moving on to the bottom half of the Bardstown bracket, um, pins in hand, we have the 1792 225th edition. This is something that Barton put out this year in commemoration, or last year, I'm sorry, of Kentucky's 225th anniversary. This is a 47.075 uh, alcohol by volume. Why is that significant? Because it's 92.15 proof commemorating Kentucky as the 15th state in the Union. So this bottle only was released in Kentucky, uh, and I think it's it's good stuff. I, honestly, I didn't like it as much when I first tried it, opened it up a little bit, revisited, and it turned out to be one of my favorites of the year. So it earned an eight seed in the bracket based on its MSRP. And um, that is an interesting fact that I did not know, Andy. So let it be known that this isn't just a podcast about drinking bourbon. You're also going to learn some stuff. And uh, I have some uh, inside knowledge um, via my cousins that work at the Barton's oh, Distillery and, uh, and actually work in the warehouse and fill these. And they say this is an excellent product. So I wouldn't be surprised to see it uh, make some moves in the tournament. So the 8C 1792 225th will be matched up against the Knob Creek Single Barrel Selection. This one comes from down the street. We're here in Old Louisville on St. Catherine Street. And um, this comes from the Red... Castle Liquor Store. I thought you were just going to give out our address. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody wants to visit us, just uh, just rewind. Please do. And, you know uh, where all of this is. <laughs> right. 
I didn't say East or West St. Catherine, so you'll have to guess that. Uh, but anyway, this is a pick that came from Red Castle Liquors. I wanted to buy something totally different. The owner of the store graciously offered me a sample of this barrel that they just picked. It says nine years on the front. This is a 12 and a half to 13 year bourbon. It's 120 proof, definitely packs a punch from the Jim Beam Distillery. But this was definitely one of my favorites of the year. So 1792's got its work cut out for it here in this always volatile 8-9 matchup in the Bardstown region. Knob Creek happens to be a, uh, a favorite of mine, so I'm uh, looking forward to seeing whether I can distinguish those flavors that I know so well since I uh, actually worked at Jim Beam for about a year after I graduated college because I couldn't find a uh, stable job with a psychology <laughs> degree. So all you kids out there listening, uh, if you get a psychology degree, you will have to go get your master's. <laughs> Again, you're going to be learning a lot on this podcast. So Not only about bourbon, but also about us. About life. About life. <laughs> All right, Andy. I'm sure everybody can hear these bottles clanking. Um, a lot of bottles around the table, guys. So that fills out the Bardstown bracket. Now, moving down the left side of your page for those following at home, um, we're going to introduce the fourth seed. And this is a formidable foe for anybody who ends up matched up against it. This is the Elijah Craig small batch, barrel proof, 12 year age stated. The B-517, why is that important? Because this won Whiskey Advocates World Whiskey of the Year in 2017. Uh, and it's a four seed in our bracket, so I think that shows you know how, how much we have this thing stacked. But uh, the Elijah Craig comes from the Heaven Hill Distillery. Just looking at this in the bottle right now, it's a, a very, very dark bourbon, and you can definitely tell it's got the age on it, and it's got that 124 proof. This is not only the oldest, bourbon in the lineup, but also the strongest bourbon with that, uh, that, that 62.13 alcohol by volume. And uh, I definitely think that that barrel proof is going to help it uh, stand out amongst all of the bourbons that we're going to be trying. That's definitely a, uh, something that packs a punch and uh, not something you can just easily dismiss. Absolutely. And I think it's probably important to note for those that are sticklers for the rules and that are really going to be tracking this closely at home. Um, anytime we have something this strong when we're tasting it, um, we'll probably add a little bit of water uh, just to, to, in the interest of full transparency, maybe put a couple of drops in there so it's not obvious which is which. Cut down on some of the bite on some of these higher proof products. But uh, matched up in that Loretto, the 13 seed um, from the Brown Foreman Distillery, we've got the Early Times Bottled in Bond. This was a, a limited edition that came out, I believe, in early 2017. Um, 100 proof. Early times, brown form and product, fairly similar to one of my favorite bourbons for everyday sipping, the Old Forester Signature. But this is uh, one that came out last year that really stood out. And bottled and bind, you'll notice, is going to be a theme as we introduce especially some of the lower seed bourbons. Um, Daniel popping corks over here. Sorry I mean. about that. <laughs> so, you know, th this is going to be a tough matchup, I think. Early Times has its work cut out for it, matched up against the World Whiskey of the Year. That's, that's, that's a tough draw. It definitely is, uh, but I wouldn't be surprised um, if, if something crazy happened here in the uh, Loretta bracket, as we call it, as, as someone who's yes. from uh, Loretta. Uh, and you'll notice that Andy said Loretto, which is how people outside of, uh, of the beautiful place say it. It ends in an O, man. It Loretta. ends in an O, but that's not the way. We come from a town that's called... Lebanon, which we refer to as Lebanon, L-E-B-N-I-N. Yep. You guys just like removing syllables. It makes it easier. The Loretta just, you know, it flows right off the Rolls tongue. Rolls right off the tongue. Mm -hmm. So moving down the Loretta bracket, I don't know if <laughs> I can even you. say it right. 
Um, we have a, a barrel pick of four roses. This one came from Silver Dollar. Uh, so Larry Rice, a local restaurateur and bar owner, picked this out, and he's known for his barrel picking prowess. This is Four Roses O E S O um, recipe, and it's aged ten years and eight months. Uh, this is another stronger bourbon, 56.2% alcohol by volume, and this was definitely one of my favorites of the year. We picked this up at the Pearl back in December. This is, spoiler alert, one of two uh, Larry Rice silver dollar picks that we have in our bracket. The next one will be revealed here a little bit later, but this is um, one of my one of my dark horse favorites uh, looking at the bracket this is a five seed uh, so it's got its work cut out for it but I, I like this one a lot I like its chances yeah Andy and you know um, we actually were lucky enough to go down to four roses and do a barrel pick and um, the real complexities that come out when you do something like that um, makes four roses a really special bourbon especially since they're really experimental about the things that they do uh, it's personally one of my favorites even though it, it tends to be high rye and it's not my particular favorite uh, I tend to go towards the oaky but um, yeah it, it definitely stands out yeah so matched up against four roses we have a wild turkey product uh, the Russell's Reserve 10-year and this is one that flies under my radar a little bit Dylan suggested including this in, in the bracket uh, this is a 10-year age stated which we have a few others on on the list here but you know it, it's gonna be a tough matchup that again that four roses is one of my favorites yeah and the Russell's Reserve uh, you know Jimmy Russell is a legend uh, in the, the, the distilling world uh, and this is kind of his way to submit his legacy before he uh, he retired and and uh, moved on so uh, i definitely think that um that he's put a good quality product out here for us and for the price point you really can't beat it all right so that wraps up the first eight teams in the bracket again bardstown we've got blanton's gold versus old fitzgerald bottled and bond 1792 225th anniversary edition up against the knob creek single barrel pick from red castle liquors after that, we've got an Elijah Craig Barrel Proof, the B517 Whiskey of the Year versus Early Times Bottled and Bond, followed by Four Roses OESO, the Silver Dollar Pick against Russell Reserve 10 Year. Um, now that we're at the halfway point, we actually have a sponsor for our podcast already, and uh, we're going to hear a word from our sponsor. The Sour Mash Podcast is uh, sponsored by Sour Mash Tours, located here locally in uh, Louisville, Kentucky. Great library, Danielle. So we wanted to talk about, uh, for this inaugural podcast here, we do have a special discount code. So if you go to our website, that's SourMashTours.com, uh, and you want to take one of our fantastic walking tours, if you enter the code SourMash16, that's SourMash16, you'll get 10% off of any, any experience. Additionally, um, we'll have a promotion where we're going to give away a free tour. So all you have to do is tag two friends, and either Facebook or Instagram, whatever social media platform you choose, and pick a winner. So on, on our post, on, on our, our post, on not our, just don't our sour mash sixteen post. Don't just post it because we won't be able to find it if it's just like on your wall. So you definitely kids are smart, you'll figure it out. Definitely do it on the the post of this podcast. Um, so tag two friends, pick a winner. Once we have announced the full bracket, whatever bourbon emerges and becomes the sour mash sixteen champion. All of the people that pick that specific bourbon will go into a drawing. Hopefully we have a lot of people in that drawing and the winner will receive a free tour. That's a $50 value and um, unlimited fun on that tour too. Not only just $50. But not unlimited bourbon. 
Yeah, we, there's we, only a certain there's, amount. There's a limit. There's a limit to the bourbon that we give you. It's usually a little less than five ounces over the course of the day. So, But really, it's the memories that it, last forever. Absolutely. Mm. Well said, Dylan. Thank you. <laughs> so I guess it's time, unless anybody has any other analysis or comments about the left-hand side of the bracket, for those following along at home again, sharpen up your pencils. We're going to the top right. We're going to the Lawrenceburg region in the number two seat. This is one, this is a late entry into this event because it's just something that I tried last weekend. Got a bottle of this from a buddy in Chicago. This is a Benny's store pick. It's a Wathens barrel proof. This is one that really jumped out and surprised me. It's um, certainly one of the favorites that I've had over the past year or so. Um, and and we're, we're talking about a very limited product. There is 25 barrels of this pick. This is barrel number 20. It's at 116.1 proof. And if anybody's keeping track at home, this is bottle number 151 of 210. Wathens is, is of course a non-distiller producer. So this is sourced from the Midwest um, Midwest Grain Producers in Lawrenceburg, Indiana. Wathens is located, though, in, in California, so that's where we had this bottled. Up against the Wathens, uh, the 15 seed, and this is an old favorite um, from the Jim Beam Distillery. This is one that's got a makeover recently, kind of had a little bit of a renaissance, uh, gaining a little bit more popularity, but the old granddad bottled in bond, another bottled in bond product. This is another bourbon that's typically Featured on our Sour Mash Tour, um, this is a high rye mash bill. And of course, since it's bottled and bonded, it is 100 proof. So it's a little bit uh, less alcohol content than its opponent in the first round. You know, ever since they uh, changed old granddad to look like a real jovial, nice guy on the front and uh, reinvented himself, this, uh, this has become a uh, dark horse in any uh, bourbon flight. <laughs> The old granddad used to look just like a mean old dude, and uh, it had, you know, I guess people assumed that it was a mean old bourbon, but now he's got a smile on his face. It's like a friendly granddad that's going to give you a sip of bourbon when you're underage. Yeah, but... <laughs> I was thinking more of like a peppermint in a five dollar bill, but yeah, you know. we're, we're not promoting underage yeah. drinking in any way, shape, or yeah. form. Yeah. Nobody's listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> but just fun fact for everybody out there: old granddad just so happens to be Basil Hayden. If you we'll come on one of our tours, you'll hear that again, along with many other fun facts from, that we've already from Dylan given Lyons. you today. No more spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> so the bottom of the Lawrenceburg bracket, we have our second Larry Rice Silver Dollar pick of the day. And this is a great one. This is a Weller Antique, 107 proof, and it's not chill filtered. To be honest, I know what that means. I don't know if I tasted a chill filtered Weller against a non-chill filtered Weller, if I could really tell the difference, but it's cool that it's not chill filtered because the standard run of the mill stuff is. Uh, this again was picked out from the Pearl, uh, waited in line for this one actually last December and came home and this was one of the favorites of the group that we picked up along with that Four Roses that's on the other side of the bracket. But that's our, that's our seventh seed in the tournament. Um, matched up against, again from Heaven Hill, Another 10-year, another bottled in bond. One of the ones that kind of flies under the radar on the shelf. How much longer is this age statement going to stick around? The Henry McKenna single barrel. This is uh, one, probably one of the best standard, standard release bourbons that you can find on the shelf. And again, you wonder how long they're going to keep that age statement. You've seen the Elijah Craig drop off. You've seen Eagle Rare move theirs to the back. Um, Henry McKenna stands strong with the 10-year age statement in the bottled and bond. 
This is uh, probably my uh, my pick to win it all. Uh, this oh. is I'm I'm just calling it right now. The ten, the, shot, seed. the ten seed. Uh, this is probably my favorite bourbon out right now, and uh, I definitely think I can pick this blind. Wow, strong words. Bold statement. Call him, our man Dylan Miles. Call him my shot. So that wraps up the Lawrenceburg bracket. Moving on down the right side of your sheet. We have the number three seed. This is one that I picked up from Marketplace Liquors on 4th Street. And it's a smooth ambler, old scout, single barrel. This is an 11-year bourbon. Um, this one is bottled at 52.7 alcohol by volume, so about a little over 105 proof. And this is another one, you know, people go crazy over the old scouts this the smooth ambler and i've kind of been late to the bandwagon on this i've never really explored that much of the brand i trust that it's all good stuff so i picked this bottle up and honestly it knocked my socks off uh this is dylan picked the henry mckenna this this is one of my favorites to win the whole thing maybe along with that's the easy Watkins, taking them taking one of the top three seeds uh, that's whatever man <laughs> not really stepping out on too far of a limb so this is this is our three seed uh again this is a source product smooth amblers out of west virginia but they're picking their stuff from uh, lawrenceburg in indiana um, that's lined up against from the willow distillery yet another bottled in bond that's a theme over the past year. A lot of these bottled and bond products have really creeped up. Uh, the Old Bardstown. This is another staple on the Sour Mash Tour and one that's got some very distinct flavors. This is one that I'm almost sure that I can pick blind since since uh, Dylan was bragging about the uh, the McKenna before. <laughs> um, but the Old Bardstown Bottled and Bond, this is uh, the 14 seed. It's about a 20 to $25 bottle depending on where you go. And definitely, um, you know, a bourbon that I, I think stands up pretty well. We'll see if it can stand up against that 11-year monster, the Old Scout. Yeah, the Old Bardstown, uh, you know, the first product that Willits come out with since they uh, opened back up. First bourbon. First bourbon that they came out with. Um, named after a, a horse that beat the odds uh, against uh, having some ailments and different things like that. So uh, it's, it's named after a horse that could do it, so I don't see why it couldn't either. In the last matchup, of the Sour Mash 16, we have a fan favorite in the sixth seed, the Old Forester 1920. This is part of the Whiskey Rose series. This is the Prohibition style, 115 proof. This one's got a lot of acclaim um, down in the sixth seed because of the price point. But uh, this could easily, if, if we were just seeding this on hype and bourbons that I, I took keep going back to this would be a top four seed probably easily uh, but instead it's down here in the sixth seed in the frankfurt bracket so it's going to be tough assuming the seeds hold in the first matchup i think this versus uh the smooth ambler would be one of the the toughest calls in the elite eight we don't have a catchy name for that uh but we'll just steal the one that the ncaa uses next I guess. episode will have something for you uh, and matched up, last but not least, the 11th seed in the Frankfurt bracket. We've got just the Eagle Rare 10 year, uh, just the old favorite. Uh, this is from Buffalo Trace, used to be a single barrel. Uh, they, they removed that off of the label. They're hanging on to the 10 year like the McKenna. They moved it to the back, though. Uh, makes me think that maybe it'll go away at some point soon. But uh, always a, a fan favorite here and kind of an old standby. This is one, Dylan, didn't you kind of rediscover Eagle Rare this year? I did just rediscover this this year, and one of the main reasons why is because my my wonderful partners here at sour mash tours just so happen to buy a bottle of it for my birthday so all everybody out there i have Aww. the best partners ever yes you do 
So that completes the right side of the bracket and the rest of the Sour Mash 16. Again, up in Lawrenceburg, the top right, we've got the Wathens Barrel Proof against the Old Granddad Bottled and Bond. Second matchup in Lawrenceburg is a Weller Antique, the Silver Dollar Pick, the second Silver Dollar Pick in the bracket against old, uh, Henry McKenna, 10-year Bottled and Bond, sorry. Uh, then below that, we've got the Smooth Ambler Old Scout 11-year Single Barrel against Old Bardstown Bottled and Bond. Uh, Old Forester 1920, the sixth seed against Eagle Rare 10 year, the 11th seed. So that's our bracket. Um, initial thoughts from the crowd. I mean, where, who's your dark horse? Dylan already kind of stepped on his with the Henry McKenna 10 year bottle and bond. Danielle, I mean, who do you like? I mean, I, I've been sipping on this Henry McKenna as we've been on this podcast, and I really like the Henry McKenna. Um, you know, I've never had this smooth ambler, uh, but I'm interested to try that. Um, I'm thinking, you know what? I really like the old Bardstown. I don't think it's going to go all the way, but I think the old Bardstown in a blind tasting is going to go a lot further than it would if you did with just the bottle, right? Okay. Yeah. Right. I agree. I, I agree. I think that that's uh, a good choice. Um, I like that. What else am I liking here? Um, I, of course, really like the old Forester, but the Weller Antique, that might be my, that might be my choice. Okay. That might be my, my all the way. So looking at the kind of the, the lopsided matchups, the, the 116, the 215, the 314, and the, the 413 to a lesser degree, who's got the best chance to pull a shocker? Who's the University of Maryland, Baltimore County of the Sour <laughs> Mash 16? Oh, wow. Um, you know, that, that, that's hard to, uh, hard to say. Um, I'm going to say that probably, you know, that, that Wathens is so good. But man, there's something about old granddad. Mm -hmm. uh, there's something about just the mystique around that. Um, that it's just a tradition, and uh, it, it can make some noise. I'm gonna call it right now. Yeah, I think the bourbon of the year is going down in round one. So get that? Okay. So you're you're calling the, the early times? The early times just an easy drinker. It's got a lot of flavor for the price point and. I, I Great think new label. In a in a blind tasting, <laughs> it's the the Elijah Craig might come off as too hot, even when we add some water to it. And I, I think that the, the panel might uh, choose the easy drinker, and we might see a, a, a giant go down in round one, shock the world. Wow! A, I, I, I like that. I, I know. I look forward to uh, personally <laughs> attending to each one of these matchups. So, <laughs> So here's how this is going to go down. Um, over the next couple of weeks, along with the NCAA tournament, we're going to be posting some more episodes of this as we kind of go through, work through, taste all of these products, do our votes, and decide who moves on. Um, you'll get to listen right along with us and maybe drink some of the same products if you choose. And we'll announce the winners on social media and on our website. Again, as as you, you listen along with these podcasts and you decide you want to come and have this experience on Barstown Road with us, uh, go to our website, SourMashTours.com, and enter in the code SourMash16 for 10% off of a tour. And then the, if you tag two friends and pick a winner, if you choose the correct winner, you'll have a good chance to win a free tour, which is a $50 value. And how much fun? Unlimited fun? Unlimited fun. Uh, it's not on Bardstown Road. It's actually on East Market Street. Did I say Bardstown uh, Road? And, uh, <laughs> in, in Butchertown. Uh, but you know what? It doesn't matter this. what road we're on. We're going to have a lot of fun regardless. Um, we want to hear from you guys. Who do you think is going to win? Who are your favorites? 
who do you think the dark horses are? Um, message us. Um, you can email us info at sourmashtours.com or you can hit us up on Facebook or Instagram at uh, Sour Mash Tours or tweet us at Sour Mash Tours. Um, we want to hear from you guys and we'd love to start the conversation. Super excited to get into this. Um, I'm not really into basketball, but I can get into bourbon. So uh, I think this is the bracket that I'm most looking forward to this year. Yeah, a lot of people in town this might be the only bracket that they have to look forward to. Oh, that, that is very true. Man, <laughs> wow. That was a shot at me as a UofL basketball fan, but well, we're, we won't cross that bridge now. So we're going to go ahead and sign off here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this has uh, been a lot of fun, guys. Uh, we hope that you'll follow along with us. Uh, follow us on social media. Come and uh, hang out with us uh, on a Sour Mash tour one of these weekends. On Market Street. On Market Street. Yes. In New or Washington Street. <laughs> Not far Thunder. Yeah, maybe yeah. someday. One of these days. So um, thanks a lot, guys. This is the Sour Mash podcast, and we'll see you next time. Cheers. Pod-